Welcome to Perfect Circle Podcast. I'm Dr. Seth. Let's get started. All right. Thank you for joining me today. This is going to be a great topic, and I hope you find it helpful. Today, we're going to be talking about time management, setting some SMART goals, and avoiding and managing the dangers of self-sabotaging behavior. This topic is super important, and if you're not aiming towards success, striving for better, or pushing towards that next step in life, you should be. So let me preach to you for just a quick second before we get started. Please do not let your life become stagnant. Even if you don't feel like a super motivated, top-tier individual, you should always be setting some sort of goal or seeking appropriate aspirations for more in your life. I say that because if you're not one of those motivated individuals, simply pushing yourself forward will assist in creating some form of motivation with inside of you. The reason is, as you move forward, you discover things you enjoy, things that inspire you, and things that will become the catalyst needed to motivate you forward through life at increasing speeds and improving efficiency. If you're having trouble getting that initial movement started or setting goals that are appropriate for you, let me or someone else that specializes in that area help you out. You are capable of so much more than you realize. All right, back to the topic. How do we avoid neglecting the important people in our lives, but while maximizing our task achievement? And how do we ensure our success while trying to manage and juggle all the tasks that come along with being a successful individual? Proper time management. You may feel like you already practice proper time management, or you may be very efficient at it, and that's great. If you are, listen, and I may give you some tips or some tricks that you haven't utilized in the past. And if you're not utilizing proper time management, you need to really pay attention because this is going to help you tremendously. First and foremost, make lists. Make organized checklists that enable you to visualize your task completion. This may sound like such a simple concept, but people are not utilizing it enough. If you can visualize your task progression and completion, you will be internally rewarded each time you check off a task, and that alone will release the neurotransmitter dopamine, which is the reward chemical that makes you feel good when you accomplish something, which will push you to accomplish and complete even more tasks after that. It is a cascade of progression and forward movement once you feel that internal reward. The next concept you have to utilize is scheduling. Put every event, no matter how small, into your calendar. This will further increase your organization and your task management on an hourly, daily, weekly, monthly, and even yearly level. Having everything neatly inserted into a digital calendar will enable you to visualize important events throughout your days and weeks, preventing you from forgetting one of them. You should also set a little alarm reminder about 30 minutes or however long you need in order to properly prepare or to allow appropriate travel time to that event. That way, you're not late to things. And you'll also be punctual. Punctuality is so incredibly important. Please, I beg you, please stop showing up to things late. I mean, really think about it. If you're one of those punctual people, I commend you. Pause for applause. You make the world a better place. If you need to improve in that area, that's okay. And and I'm so sorry if this sounds like I'm hating on you because I'm not. And I know you can do better in the punctuality area. This is just me hopefully motivating you to get better at showing up on time. Setting those little alarm reminders in your calendar will help you so much with that. Just make sure you're giving yourself enough time to get ready and actually make it there. Also, you'll stop forgetting birthdays. 
Birthdays are so important to so many people. And simply sending them a text on their birthday or telling them happy birthday on social media means a lot to them. Even if they aren't big like birthday people, quote unquote, it matters at some level. And it's a super simple way to show that person that they matter enough for the day of their birth to be remembered. It's also a great way to impress people that you remembered. Even though it was actually like Siri that remembered or that little green Android or Google or whatever, they don't know that. And make sure to share the relevant events with your partner. That way you guys are on the same page. Now let's talk about time organization. Prioritize tasks to avoid wasting time on unimportant tasks. You put the most important ones up top. That way the ones that aren't important, they kind of flow down. They're still there. You still get them done. It's all about prioritization. Make sure you take care of the most important ones first. When you prioritize important tasks, you avoid wasting time on the unimportant ones or the ones that are less important, we could say. Now, I know I keep saying time management is important, it's important, blah, 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 this is why, this is how you do this, this is how you do that. But there are a lot of benefits outside of just getting it all done. There are internal benefits. You'll experience stress relief. You'll have reduced anxiety because you'll be able to visualize your progress on a daily basis, literally on an hourly basis. And you'll stop worrying whether you're actually getting things done. You'll know you're getting them done. You'll be able to see it. Being able to visualize your goal achievements and objectives in a short period of time is so beneficial. And last but not least, extra free time. That's for yourself and for your family. This is one of the main goals we are trying to achieve with our time management. You can spend that free time with your friends, with your family. You can watch a movie. You can stare at the wall. You can eat dirt, whatever it is you want to do. You have that free time to do it. And it's such a good feeling to have that free time. And no, it's not procrastinating free time. It's actual free time that you've earned. But really, please don't eat dirt. It's probably chock full of minerals, but there's probably a lot of bacteria there too. I just don't see it being a good thing. So forget I said that. Also, set smart goals. And I don't mean like smart, like that's a dumb goal. This is a smart goal. Smart stands for something. It's an acronym. S-M-A-R-T. S stands for specific. So make sure you specifically state what it is you want to achieve. And that way you're not guessing along the way. You'll know exactly what you need to do to get there. Get it done. M stands for measurable. Make sure you have a measurable unit that you can gauge your progression or gauge your difference from when you began to where you are now. A stands for attainable. Make sure your goal is achievable and realistic. R stands for relevant. You want to make sure that your goal is relevant to where it is you want to end up or relevant to you as a person or as a professional. And T stands for timely. Set a time component. This way you'll know when that goal needs to be completed. It'll allow you to work towards that goal efficiently. You won't be procrastinating because when you have that time component, when you know there's a deadline, you get things done so much more efficiently and so much more quickly. So now that you have some tools in your belt that'll assist you in staying on top of your goals, we need to touch on a topic that oftentimes will become your biggest enemy when trying to be successful in any part of your life. Have you ever heard of the term self-sabotage? Do you know what self-sabotage is? Do you understand how it works? Do you have any skills to avoid sabotaging yourself? If you think you have a pretty good grip on self-sabotaging behavior in your own life, I have some pretty shocking news. According to Psychology Today, which is a respected research and editorial publication, every person engages in some form of self-sabotaging behavior on a daily basis. Self-destructive behaviors affect everyone in one way or another. But not too surprisingly, it's often highly ambitious people who are at most risk. So what exactly is self-sabotage? Well, 
Self-sabotage is a behavior pattern. It typically operates at the subconscious level and it prevents you from accomplishing your goals. It hinders your own success and it prolongs your progress. It can be very difficult to recognize, but the effects can be very damaging on your self-esteem, your self-efficacy, and your view of the future. What does all that mean? Well, that means that your biggest enemy is not another person. It is not your workload. And it is not external commitment. Your biggest enemy is yourself. And the war zone takes place within your own mind. So what are some of the components of self-sabotage? Where do they come from? Imagine that something negative has transpired along your quest for success. It's going to happen. You may have a small failure. You may miss a promotion. Maybe you said the wrong thing to someone important like your boss or someone you look up to. These slip-ups and trip-ups are just a part of the process. They are par for the course, quote-unquote, or something like that. But really, failure is awesome. If you aren't making mistakes, if you're not having little failures along the way, then you're not growing. You have more to gain from your mistakes than you have to lose. But after this small, minor negative event has happened, have you found yourself thinking back to that event often? Or for some of you, maybe you find your thoughts revolving around that event nonstop. Either way, you will reanalyze, overanalyze, and spend way too much time revisiting the event in your mind. And that time could be better spent focusing on progression, setting new goals, forming new relationships, or taking the next steps towards your aspirations. There's nothing wrong with looking back at your failure in order to learn from it, but be brief. You have to only focus on the facts, the things that you can control and change for your future. Write down the changes you're going to make so you can take action on them in the future. Do not focus on the emotional components. Do not focus on those things which you cannot change. They will drive you insane. Distraction, self-doubt, a negative inner voice, anxiety, these are all demons that manifest from the self-sabotage. They'll cause you pain. They'll cause you frustration. If you don't find balance between your professional, academic, and your personal life, you will wage war between your base desires, your weaknesses, and your emotions. So while you're spending all that time reanalyzing those events and creating a negative inner voice that's hypercritical to yourself, you're losing time. You're not checking off those, those events or those tasks that you should be checking off, and your list doesn't get any smaller. In fact, you begin procrastinating. Because then what seems like a small task appears like a larger task and you avoid it and you find other things you can do. You start tinkering with things. You will distract yourself. You will start checking social media. You'll watch pointless mind numbing videos. You'll start tinkering with something around the house or the office. This is brain takeover. It's the ultimate self sabotage. And that's where you start to experience imposter syndrome. Self-sabotaging behaviors can manifest in the form of perfectionism, causing fights in relationships, becoming clingy in relationships, becoming distant in relationships, hypercriticism, procrastination to avoid anxiety or due to fear. And that is where the self-sabotaging behavior originates. Fear, anxiety, insecurity. Eliminate those emotions from your mind and your soul. You'll only be spinning your wheels. Here's your solution. So like I said before, focus only on the things that you can control and the things that you can change. Eliminate the emotional components. Say to yourself, I can't change that, so I refuse to waste myself and my time on it. But I can improve the things I can change. 
For example, I will improve how I speak. I will improve how I prepare for things. I will leave a little earlier so I'm on time. I will make more eye contact. I will repeat a person's name at least three times in my head after they say it so I don't forget it next time. I will wait to speak. I will listen more intently next time. I will try to be more patient. I will stick up for myself more. I will speak up more. As Marcus Aurelius once wrote, If you are distressed by anything external, the pain is not due to the thing itself, but to your perception of it. That statement is so old and so powerful. If we perceive something as easy, it becomes easier. If we perceive something as difficult, it becomes more difficult. If we perceive ourselves as unable, we will become unable. If we perceive ourselves as insecure, we become more insecure. However, if we perceive ourselves as confident, as willing, able, intelligent, caring, strong, then guess what? We'll become those things. I hope you're seeing the power in this and how useful it can be in your life. And it's so simple to apply. The only problem is most people don't take it seriously. But please believe me, it works. So move forward. Seize the day. Stop looking back so much. The past cannot be changed. We can learn from it, but it will stay exactly where we left it, in the past. The future is where we shine. So begin to shine. If you have a negative inner voice, begin to replace that voice with a much louder and much more powerful positive inner voice. Just as you have replaced negative external influences in your life, start replacing internal negative influences in your life with positive and progressive influences. Don't replace yourself, but replace your thinking, replace your views, and replace your trajectory in your life. If you're having trouble with time management, goal setting, or self-sabotaging behavior, please reach out. I can help. I've been working on these areas in other people's lives for years, and I can help you work on yours. You have to have a grasp on these areas of your life if you want to progress, and they are absolutely necessary if you want to succeed. I'm sure you've been able to go pretty far in your life up till now, but what is the next step? Do you feel held back? Are you carrying extra weight? Let's release your grip on the baggage and gain a newfound progression toward whatever goal you can dream. Go ahead and check out my website at www.perfectcircleholistic.com and please reach out if I can help in any way. Together, we can accomplish anything. Invest in yourself, and your return on that investment will pay dividends. I promise. Thanks for listening. This is Dr. Seth, and I hope you have an amazing rest of your day. 